This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, a real play tabletop podcast that uses D&D 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. I'm Orion the DM, and this week we have the second part of Fjord's Late Fees where Asteria and Gunner have gone on a hunt for someone late in returning their book to the library. In the first episode, they ran into Chris, Carson's fairy bard. Now in part two, they have gone and recruited Alexander, the weapons master of, of Fjords, and are heading into Erewhon to hunt the delinquent book renter. There's some combat and some really good times. I hope you enjoy. I'm recording now. Craig is always so fucking loud. Let me Best up my friend Craig. Sound on audacity. There we go. Cool. Okay. All right. We left off with Chris Gunner and um, Asteria returning to Fjorbs to get a little bit of help. They ran into a door in the roots of a tree that leads to Erewhon, and they, Asteria said, "We're not going in there. We got to go get some help." So Gunner doesn't want to go back to Drox and tell him they need help because Drox would probably just, you know, pick on him for it. So Gunner asks Asteria, who should we get to help us with this? Who would be good for Erewhon? Alexander. Gunner nods. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, I like Alexander. He's a good fighter. Oh, Chris, you can meet Alexander. Let's head over to the training grounds. Alexander's Alexander is a human. Alexander. He's really cool. He's Alexander. He's the tr- he's in start of training here. He's like the weapons okay. master of the guild. <laughs> Asteria walks away. <laughs> so you walk over to the training yard. I was gonna say you can keep talking, but does, she's just gonna walk any, away to go find Alexander. At Fjorbs if nope, Chris no one cares. Um. She is never touching the ground unless she... The only thing that might happen is a dragon might play tag with her. Um, Oh, God. Uh, If she's having a conversation, (laughs) she's standing. She's standing. We get completely derailed by (laughs) dragon tag. I don't know if you... Carson, I don't know if you know what dragon tag is, but it's fantastic. Um, (laughs) Oh, but technically we're on Kelstar right now, aren't we? That's true. Yeah, they're not allowed to play dragon tag. Yeah, that's why they didn't... Yeah, they're not allowed to play Dragon Tag right now. Bowden. <laughs> Otherwise, Maylin and Archer. <laughs> All right, so you walk... Archer. <laughs> Arson. Archer. Oh, I thought you were trying to say Sterling Archie. Archer. <laughs> no. Well, I did try to say Archie, but Arson was one of the ones trying to get them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It was a, it was a mixture. Um. All right, so Asteria starts walking to the training grounds, and Gunner and Chris follow Gunner talking to Chris the whole time about, like, Fjords and showing her, like, oh, that's the manor. That's where we all stay. On the porch there is Drox and Rhubarb. They they like to smoke a lot. And then, like, you make your way to the training ground, and Alexander's there with, like, a few ghosts, and he's showing them, I don't know, sword thingies. (laughs) Um, and ghosts, um, do we do we want to get like a on the record, like a recorded ranking? Yeah, I mean, why don't we do it in forward? character? I mean, Chris can ask what Gunner means by ghost. 
Yeah, no, that, that I just, yeah, I, I guess I could have just asked. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to do it. Anyway, um, um, Ghost, you've, uh, you've, you've explained that to me before, but oh, you want to go see, over that again? Fjorbs has some weird titles when it comes to ranks. So as you rank up in the guild, you can, the first ranking is Ghost. The second one, which is what I am, is a Poltergeist. Ghost. And then... Poltergeist. Isn't that like the same thing? Uh, well, ghosts can be like harmless and everything and kind of just exist. Poltergeists usually are more aggressive and I think they named the second rank that because they like they find poltergeists to be more annoying because we know enough to actually say stuff, whereas ghosts usually stay a little more quiet. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and then there's th- the third ranking is exorcists because they're usually, you know, they they get rid of ghosts. So the exorcists are used a lot in training ghosts and things like that. But a lot of exorcists don't even stay on guild site. And then the fourth rank is what Asteria here is. She's an inquisitor. I I I don't know why they call them inquisitors, honestly. And then the I final need one. You ask any questions, Asteria? You. Well, I guess it's pretty important for an inquisitor to just listen to. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> inquisitor. It 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 it. it, 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 it asking questions <laughs> anyway um i have no need to ask questions what are you talking about i'm just trying to make sense i'm just trying to make sense of the ranking system that's all and i, I think i'm last... a little bit too hard about that and that's not i don't know it's not really and alexander anyway, here cool. as you as you walk up to alexander he goes and alexander here is a deity they they call them that because they're like the most powerful people in the guild, and it's like a, oh. a little joke about oh, how hi, they're all gods. Hardly. That, yeah, yes, not of course gods. not. It's a, it's a silly name. I've um, and never <laughs> been too fond of it, honestly. Yeah. Do you know who ca- who came Hello. up with the name Alexander? I don't have that in my book. I don't know where most of the rankings actually come from. Like, was there a a member who came up with the system, or was it all Lillian? Oh. I don't remember. It was so long ago. We, um, I think we all kind of did, though. Do I remember it? Who can say for sure? Yeah. And you are? You're you're Alexander? Chris, hey, Alexander. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. You want to describe um, Alexander? He's Brett? a human. He's in his early 30s. Um, he's 5'9". Uh, he's fit. You know, he weighs about 170, under 75 pounds. Wearing their gray eyes, tan skin, silver hair. Uh, and he normally uh, has a very friendly demeanor. Uh, he's wearing plate armor, um, a black sword with uh, lots of inscribings on it, uh, on his hip, and a huge shield that he probably has on his back right now, I guess. Uh, his armor's silver, and uh, he has like blue robes that are kind of made into the armor. Okay. And that's Alexander. Cool beans. I'll try to not sing Alexander Hamilton songs. Um <laughs> Alexander would shake Chris's hand after she introduces okay. herself. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Alexander, you, would you happen to Chris shakes his hand happily. <laughs> oh, thank you. Would you mind wow, you're going strong. with quest us on a what? quest, maybe? Uh we're we're looking for a a book that wasn't returned on time. You know how Drox gets. Oh, indeed I do. But honestly, it sounds kind of simple. Asteria, you need help with this? 
It's an arrow one. Oh, God. Yeah, come. It is really serious. Asteria starts walking <gasps> towards the portal. Ha <laughs> uh, well, ha! That, that was Chris, easy. Chris kind of assumes Asteria's demeanor and puts her wings away and kind of follows her. Gunner, like, pulls out his book next to Alexander as they start to walk back toward the portal and, like, shows him a drawing of the the door in the that they went to that was in the tree so they he like he'll, he's talking about to alexander like yeah we went down in this tree there were some tunnels um asteria figured out which tunnel to go down and then we we ran into this door and it was like just black with like uh, mm-hmm. i can't remember if it was silver i think it was silver laced or whatever like veins of silver mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. out of it and she she looked at it and said it was to Erewhon and then just said, we're not, we need a little bit more muscle. So that's why we came to you. Yes, she's very smart, my apprentice. Um, uh, he was, so Alexander would be taking the sketch in and nodding. Chris gasps when, when Asteria doesn't respond to that. I didn't realize that's what we were dealing with. <laughs> when she doesn't respond to what? You didn't realize we were dealing with Erewhon? It, what what did what did you just say that um, Alexander said? I'm sorry, I must have misunderstood. Oh, I don't remember about your apprentice. Yeah, I mean, he oh, called yeah, Asteria, Asteria his being apprentice. his apprentice. He said, that, "Good job." That's what I thought. And Chris, upon Asteria <laughs> not like denying that, would gasp because she already thinks Asteria is a badass, and she's your apprentice. <gasps> Oh man, Alexander! Alexander has to be a real badass. <laughs> yeah, um, like, basically. <laughs> okay, I got you now. I got you. Uh, does okay. that's what I thought you were saying, but I got a little confused there. Does Alexander recognize or notice anything about these drawings that um, Gunner's showing him? Alexander would know it's a doorway into Erewhon. There's a lot of different ways into Erewhon. They're all secret, but a door like this definitely in tunnels would lead there. So he okay. would know. Probably not the one he's been to. Right? So you had no, it wouldn't be the same specific one. Maybe who knows? Um, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about Alexander's background. I don't know if he's ever been to a random maple tree in the middle of nowhere that has a door to Erewhon. Yeah, we just talked about he's been to Erewhon with um, Mysteria before. Yeah, he. Yeah, basically, you Alexander saved Asteria yeah. from Erewhon. Yeah, he pulled her out when her community was destroyed. Yeah, cool veins. So you guys walk back toward the the large, massive tree on Fjorb's the Fjorb's grounds, and you like almost instantly find the tree. Like it, it doesn't take you long because you're you know where you're going and alexander ends up leaning down into the the root system of the tree stepping through the portal and you come out of it just right back in the tunnel where you left from so you're literally already underground and the doorway stands in front of you and gunner looks around and goes wow that was that was extremely uh uh efficient as it normally is um anyway well if you can be anything <laughs> You should be efficient. Um, let, let's go get a look at this door, shall we? Uh, so yeah. Alexander's going to start walking that way, and since Asteria has been like up in front, he's going to like um, quicken his pace to catch up to her. 
Uh, and while they're walking up to it, he's going to say, you know, he's going to smile at her and say, you know, you've been um, spending a lot of time with new ghosts lately. And he like looks back at Chris. Her cheeks are going to flush a little red, but her, her face is still expressionless. And why is that of your concern? Oh, of course it's not my concern. I, don't know. I just want to say I like it. I like seeing soften up a little bit. I think it's good for you. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything. Chris leans over to Gutter and says, Those two seem like good friends. <laughs> yeah, they, they train together a lot. Yeah. I forgot what Chris was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we said, in the last session, we said, uh, we really don't want her running and delayed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't... I, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get a glance at this door. I made it through a bag of Sour Patch gummies, or Sour Worms, and now I'm on a bag of gummy bears, and my mouth is nice and moist. Moist. It's great. Um, <laughs> That'll be fun to listen back to when you're oh, editing. Yeah. The, sour pa- the sour ones are way worse because they make you, like, really, like, I was, like, trying to swallow excess saliva <laughs> every time I talked. <laughs> The regular gummies aren't that Damn bad, it, but. <laughs> oh, that really got me. Oh. <clears throat> so, I'm just going to read it. The only reason I didn't say it out loud is because oh. I don't know that it would be relevant to anybody else. So. Oh, God. I said, let's get a glimpse of this door. Carson texts me, let's get a glimpse of this door lock. That's <laughs> super bad. <laughs> reference just caught me totally off guard. Oh, I haven't seen that in yeah, years. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's not a reference yep. I get, so I don't give a shit yeah. about it. Let's get about this That's why, why I um, it's it. a bu- I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> well. <laughs> It's a, you, you walk down this long tunnel and the door is like pitch black, almost obsidian like, and it has silver veins spiraling out from it into the tunnel area. And in the center is a little like round notch that looks like it has five fingerprints, like a place where you could put your fi- fingers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like a bowling ball, it's got five mm-hmm. holes. <laughs> it yeah. actually is a it's, it's, bowling it's ball. It's like, you know, since we're such Skyrim, <laughs> it's a bowling ball just sitting in the door. Since we've we've done like an entire Skyrim uh, side quest now in Fjords, yeah, yeah. it's like the, the dragon yeah, puzzle. Dragon puzzle. Yeah, no, okay. Locks. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. But you don't actually have to like change the, the, the code. You don't have to make a... It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be whale, whale, dragon, or anything like that. Um. Yeah, uh-huh. I totally understand these references. <sighs> Jackie, you should play Skyrim. You um, really should. You should stop playing D&D right now and go get Skyrim. Yeah, see, you're going to have right, more fun guys. than us. <laughs> yeah, the door's there. I would say Alexander and Asteria both know how to open this door. Whereas Gunner might not. Chris would definitely not. Uh, but is watching 
very attentively as it's happening because she's very curious if they're letting her. Yeah, Gunner's taking notes. As she moves around, like her movements are almost bird-like, and how like darting, like a hummingbird. They are, yeah. Especially when her wings are out. So who goes to open um, the door? Alexander's going to turn around and look at the group and say, "Uh, Asteria's going to open the door." Before I do this, <laughs> Alex, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you opening uh, it please. now, like while I'm talking. Yes, while you're talking, Alexander <laughs> turns to the group. And starts talking to Chris and Gunner, and then the door starts to open behind him. Now, now, before I do this, <laughs> damn it, Asteria, you just really okay. Well, I was going to say we need to be very careful, and you should never open one of these doors without one of us. Pre- ah, you just really, you just really took the wind out of out of my sails, there, Asteria. What? I'm just going in. I'm going in. So he, dangerous. Uh, Draws a sword and goes inside <laughs> the open door now. Um, Chris gets her chakram out. Gunner is still just has a notebook and quill and walks in behind them. Uh, <laughs> I love us, Terry, so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Xander's shaking his head, like muttering to himself as he walks in. <laughs> you walk in and... The tunnel isn't really anything different than what you've already walked through to get here. Just a normal dirt tunnel, maybe some wood bracing keeping it, you know, making sure it stays up. And it's dark, so Gunner casts light on his quill again and has his quill glowing so that it gives a little bit of a radius for the three non-dark sight vision people. Um, Orbs would probably have, well, we, we've talked about using the uh, eyeliner right to give us all yeah 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 we did get nightliner you quickly grab nightliner um (laughs) do what (laughs) nightliner to give it Uh dark vision Mm -hmm. so so alexander has dark vision yeah okay (laughs) i'm going through the list of monsters for erwan deciding what i'd like to use um anyways (laughs) um anyways You so it's basically the same, and it's dark. And sure, you you guys all have dark vision, but it's like really dark. You know, like dark, dark. Uh, <laughs> so you make it. You're walking through this tunnel for a while, and then all of a sudden, the tunnel opens up, and you enter a large cavern, like the size. How do I want it? It's like if you walked into the the field of like a baseball field like a massive like a full-size major league baseball field but three to four times larger than that and it's as tall as the it's at least a hundred feet up and it's just this massive cavern and throughout it are bioluminescent moss and mushrooms that are glowing and you don't actually need a light now to see because the whole area seems to be glowing and in like the middle area there are there appears to be some ruins like a building w- that was there but has tumbled down and you actually see like some small creatures moving about this area and off to one side is like a small herd of something you can't quite tell what it is from this distance but it does look like a herd of animals just kind of roaming a little bit uh alexander has his weapons out yeah and like it, it is like it ready. Um, it tells the group, you know, he's like, 
Like, everyone's a sharp. It's very dangerous down here. Yeah, Asteria has her uh, black rose wielded. Gunner just has his book. He doesn't get weapons out. Um, he's He pauses when you guys enter this area, and he looks all around, and then his book and quill, like, fly away from him and start to trace out, like, an entire... Like, he opens the book wide, and actually it grows a little bit larger, and then it starts to draw this entire scene from where you are as he's looking around. And then he's like, okay, so where do we go? Uh, this is a pretty large area. Do we do we just walk through it? Uh, do we know where we're going? What type of dangers are, are we looking at here? I've heard of some things, but they, they seem like like big, bad, scary monsters as opposed to just regular things. Yes. Do we know where we're going? How are you tracking this book? Well, I mean, before now we were we just went from end to end and followed Tankerix, but now that we're down here, I don't know if we're gonna run across a like a village of people that we can ask about him. I mean, obviously people live down here, otherwise like there wouldn't be talk about it, but he like looks at Asteria like obviously people live down here. It's a hard life here though. Okay, so it's a person we're looking for. Yeah, Tankerix hasn't returned the book, and last we heard, he still had it. Um, well, maybe we should look uh, around and see if we can find some sort of civilization. I just got chill, because I realized that if this is a horror movie, then Chris is most certainly the first to die. <laughs> but, <laughs> moving on. So, or Alexander, to make it more scary. Oh, that's true. The veteran presence. Yeah, he's like all strong. I have faith in Asteria, Asteria though. Okay. So, how do you guys go about exploring this area or trying to find uh, the thingy? Um, Alexander's going to look around for tracks. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like any, any sort of evidence he can find of you know, like people. Like, a, you know, like where he he would be headed to maybe some kind of community or something. Make a make a we'll make a perception roll. I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> I think Chris is just letting them handle it. Good idea. That's a ten. Twenty one for Alexander. Twenty one. Alexander winner. Alexander looks with his his experienced veteran veteran eyes <laughs> and. <laughs> notices like he looks past the ruins that he can see and notices a small what almost looks like could be a village a a dozen huts are set up there and there's goblins and uh, goblins and gnomes and other like and maybe a few dwarfs and stuff from where he is he can tell that there's a a number of these underground races just kind of living here maybe a few kobolds even who knows you know whatever so gunner do i have this right um Tankerix is a gnome carrying a book uh, that we're looking for that's, like, bigger than he is? Yeah, that's right. right. It's, yeah, it's this massive book. I mean, I think it has, like, maps of stuff in it. I'm not really sure. I I hadn't seen it because, obviously, it was taken out before I even got to Fjorbs. Oh, wow. It's been gone a while. Drax must be, uh, I mean, Drox must be furious. Yeah, Drox, Drox um, is not happy about this. I, I could imagine. Um... Mysteria, look over there. And he points with his sword to this village. Uh, I think place to start. So he's going to actually sheathe his sword and put a shield on his back uh, and start heading towards this village. 
Asteria does the same. She puts away her weapon and walks beside Alexander. Size is this underground space? How much room is there in this? Camera? I mean, it's like it's a hundred feet tall and at least a half a mile, if not more. Wow. So half mile all around. So it's a pretty large space. Not to, you know, exclude Jackie more, but it's like going in that whole underground area in Skyrim when you're looking for those uh that one type of plant. That's <laughs> Nerd no, exactly the area you're talking about, and I'm sorry that's so alien. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, that's what I've been picturing the whole that's time. That's how I've been picturing it too, so Oh, very firm picture in my brain. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Jackie's like, I'm over here just... I got, I got no, no clue, clue what with the wind. <laughs> the, the one PC who's actually from this area and the player doesn't have mm-hmm. any clue. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Yeah. All right, so... Where is that table? Cool, Okay. So you head toward this little village, and hmm, you're not being sneaky at all, right? You're just walking up to it? What a question Correct. to be asked. <laughs> Alexander is not sneaking. Asteria is mean, not trying to be sneaky, but she does walk pretty quietly, so. This is following the vibe. Yeah, Gunner's not trying to be sneaky at all. Yeah, Alexander's not trying to be sneaky. I mean, he's wearing plate or He, <laughs> he, he kind of yeah, can't. like, uh... Yeah, sneaky. What is that? Um, mm-hmm. Oh shit! I forgot I had that. Oh! <laughs> okay. Um, that's just, oh god, that's amazing. Yep, that's what you're gonna deal with. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, I it. love it. Oh, that's so good. Oh, well, <sighs> beautiful. Mm. All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm just a little excited now. Uh, cannot tell. Oh, really? That's weird. Uh, <laughs> so you walk up to this village, and a few of them like actually like hide as soon as they see you. They think it's a little weird to see this type of party coming up to them. But then, like a a kobold kind of skitters his way up to you and goes, "Can can we help you?" Hail and well met. Um, I think Chris, I peek out and look at the kobold from behind Alexander. A gnome steps up to him and goes, oh, Hail and well met. They're adventurers. Fuck. Hail and well met. And he like reels his eyes a little bit. What can we do for you today? Uh, what? The gnome. We're I'm looking Alexander. for a gnome with a large book. The, an, the gnome, like, uh, they're on a quest too. Can't, just, oh my <laughs> god! And the kobold's like, shush, it's it's okay, it's okay. Um, uh, we are uh, indeed. Oh, you're looking for a gnome with a large book. That's uh, okay. Uh, well, First, we don't. What was his name again? We don't have any. We don't have any books here. I mean, you can check the gnomes if you want, and the gnome like it, uh, like raises his hands, palms out, going, uh, "No." Have you seen a gnome? I'm a gnome. <laughs> Have you seen a gnome with a very large book? Not recently. What was his name, Asteria? Asteria looks at Gunner. 
Snow Gummer Gunner Gunner swallows the gummy and goes, Oh, it's Tankerix. Tankerix. Only one named Tankerix? The kobold thinks for a second. Tankerix. Tankerix. Uh I don't know him. What about you? Charlie? Uh, Charlie, come on. And Charlie's like been backing away with his hands out this whole time since you said you were looking for a gnome. And Charlie goes, uh, Tankerix, I think he's that one gnome that came through here not too long ago. Oh yeah, he had that massive book that he said was his backpack. Where did he go? That way. And he points off in a random direction. Uh, Chris is going to fly and like try to keep eyes on him. (laughs) He sees Chris flying. Oh, a fairy. You better be careful down here. I've heard fairy meat is delicious and some of the, uh, some people down here really enjoy it. Uh, I think Thankfully, none of you, though. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't eat people. We that's any points like off in the one direction Correct. where you saw the herd of animals. He goes, we have our, we farm down here. We got our own beasts of burden and everything. We're not uncivilized really? just because we're an Erewhon. Jeez, you people. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. We're adventurers. Oh, we're quest people. We grow moss. We, dr- we grow Good. moss. Or what? <laughs> no, is it good? That's all right. I mean, it's, it's nothing compared to fairy. And he like looks at you. Can, can we stop, please, Charlie? Uh, Charlie, just just go, Charlie, please. Chris sticks her tongue out at him. He sticks his tongue back out at you. Now you see this. this is- Charlie, oh my god! <sighs> sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for Charlie. Yeah, the Tankerix must have gone that way, and he points in the same direction that Charlie pointed. Um. I think if he's the gnome I, I think we're talking about, it was like a few, it wasn't too long ago, only a few weeks. But yeah, it it, it hasn't, it, uh, yeah, he went that way. Do you have any idea where he would have been going when he left in that direction? Or why he was down here? I, I can't answer two questions at once. Then he looks, you can do it one okay. at a time. And answer mine first. Do you have any idea why he traveled that direction? where he was going i mean that way leads to like a pretty um a pretty common town like a, a an actual like underground of course it's underground we're in air one fuck uh yeah it's just there's a like, like there's a, a village that way that you can trade and sell things and maybe he was looking to sell the book to somebody i don't know oh that'd be a mistake um what's the name of this town Asteria starts walking that way <laughs> It's uh, it's Roxum. Now, Chris, yeah, you had the, a question. It's Roxum, and the next one is called Soxum. So it's Roxum and Soxum. Excellent. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Gunner is like started to follow Asteria, and then realized Alexander and Chris are still talking to the 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 kobold and the kobold, <laughs> and like now is looking back and forth between them. Just wonder if you guys knew what he was doing down here. I mean, this doesn't seem like the kind of place you go unless you have to. Uh, I, I I take offense to that. I I've lived. Oh, that's fair. I've lived down here this whole, my whole life, and it's a nice area. Yeah, some of the areas are bad, no, I, but it's a nice. I'm really sorry. I just just because we don't see the sky really every day and can fly around. Really okay, change. now it's really big. Hey, take it easy on the ghost from the surface. You know, it'd be be. She's really a ghost. I thought she was a fairy. If you went up there after I walked here. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend. I was just wondering if you guys knew. What he was doing down here? Uh, no idea. She does make a I good mean, point. A lot of people come if, through here. If you look at it from a logical standpoint, 
It's dangerous. Um, are, your your friend is getting pretty far away. Shouldn't you go with her? <laughs> and he like points to Asteria. As she <laughs> is like fifty yards away now. <laughs> oh, by the gods, yes. She leaves quickly. Follows. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner follows. <laughs> Hey, Mysteria! Oh, you walk by the herd of. You left I don't us. Know, I don't have. Mysteria <laughs> turns. You were taking too long. Yes. Well, we were just trying to figure out where to go, and now we know we're going to. He told Roxham. us where to go. Maybe Soxum next. Yeah. Mysteria turns. And keeps. Yeah, we know where to go now. It's great. <sighs> Enjoy our talks, Mysteria. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mentor Flint is always saying it's always best if you know as much as you can about your targets and the uh, the people that you're dealing with. That way, you know they want what they need. Targets? Is that what he calls them? What That's is what he is prodigy the, is of? Did, an assassin? Uh, like, he he never he, he's never said that to me. I mean, he slipped up a time or two, but I've. I've mostly heard that, hear, heard him say that whenever he thought I wasn't listening. And he calls um, himself a prodigy? Um, yes, he's really quite good. Oh, okay. Maybe, good at what? He's a good musician. I'm a bard, you see. Oh. Yeah, she's a really okay. good juggler. You should watch her act sometime. Oh, I would love to back at Fjords. But right now I'm an adventurer. Yes. Now, don't get too carried away, little ghost. She's not technically a ghost yet, Alexander. She's not even part of the guild. She's never signed up. She just happened... We ran into her when we were on this quest, and she's just tagging along. Oh! How interesting. Yep. I'm sorry, Chris. I've been assuming you were a ghost this entire time. I don't mind. <laughs> it's another of Flint lesson. Flint's lessons is, correct somebody if you don't have to. <laughs> is... What? What did you say? <laughs> don't correct someone if you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing Carson coming up with I'm all these things that Flint has Flint. said, so that way Brett has to make sure he says those things. <laughs> it's, it's, in the, it's very much in the spirit oh, it, of it is. I like it's, it's it's They're fantastic. all good Flint things. Yes. I love it. I can't wait for Flint to say them. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, I really need to it. listen to those sessions. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, all right. So you walk away from this village, and you catch up to Asteria, who's walking through this cavern. Then you see a large opening up ahead, and there's like a sign outside of it. Oh, excuse me. Jeez. I gotta stop eating gummies. Okay. Putting these away. There's a sign out of it that says, uh, Roxum, this way. And then it's like... 10 miles and then Soxum 15 miles. Gunner's like, okay, Roxum and Soxum. That's interesting naming. Hysteria. Are all the villages down here named like this or are they like just for this area? I mean, obviously you might not be from this area. I don't know what it, what area of Erewhon are you from, Hysteria? Named like what? Roxum and Soxum. Like, I don't understand what you're confused about. I'm... Alexander pats Gunner on the back. Uh, he's like, my you might want to let this one go, buddy. Oh, um, uh, well, I mean, I, I just meant like, like every area has like a naming convention. Like that's why the 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 three cities of the chosen are Luzden, Balser, and Durga. They're kind of its own naming convention. And then 
like we have Elfstone and Felinol, that's that like you know more elven type naming, and then you have Silverbane and Dusttide, which are you know humans being humans. Um, they're all like, woo, we got to do epic names or whatever. Um, can't believe I just said that. Oh, uh, I just didn't know if there was naming conventions for Erewhon. Like, what city were you from, or were you from a city, or was it? A- and Gunner just keeps talking. <laughs> I'm really impressed, buddy. Thanks. Um, I'm from Scylla. Scylla. Oh, where's my notes? Um, <laughs> Scylla. That doesn't sound like Roxum and Soxum at all. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a good name. It's, it almost sounds elvish. I, I mean, I guess that makes sense since you're a Shadokai. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's making notes. He falls back a little bit, making notes now. Um... <laughs> So I don't have to keep talking uh, as him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so off to Roxum. Yeah, so you're off to Roxum. Okay. <laughs> uh, make perception rolls for me, everybody. That's 20. Not natural. Oof. That's a five. That is also a 20, not natural. Jeez. 17 plus 3, 15 plus 5, and then... Three plus two. Three plus Hell two. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Chris is just taking in the group. Chris is overwhelmed. It's like an hour later, you're walking down, and it like it's a tunnel, but it's a lot larger. Like this looks like how to describe the size. It's like a large cavern. Um <laughs> Nailed it. Got it in one. Thanks. Uh, I mean come there. Painted a picture. It's like it, we'll say it's like twenty feet tall, and then it spreads out about twenty or thirty feet on either side. So you're able to walk like not like right up on each other. It's more like it was carved out to be a a road almost, rather than just a tunnel that you kind of try to have to crawl through. And as you're you're, you're traveling, there's like oh shit words. There's pillars on either side that are, like, helping to support this large cavern, this large tunnel. And Asteria and Alexander notice shadows flitting about as they, as you're walking toward Roxham. And Gunner and Asteria, or Gunner and Chris are just talking and Gunner's, like, writing notes. And he draws, and he shows, like, Chris the drawing of the large cavern you're in before. And they're not paying any attention, but you guys see these shadows flitting around. What do you do? Asteria's gonna draw her, her rapier and uh, stop. I think they'd have a moment of acknowledgement first, too. You know? Like, they both yeah. look at each other yeah, yeah. and, like, nod and then draw their weapons. Um, Alexander's like, Gunner, shut up. Chris snaps, <laughs> snaps to attention and it's your chakra ready. Gunner stops talking and looks around and then... A little dart goes flying by you guys, and then all of a sudden there's like a few creatures peeking their heads out around these these uh, pillars, and a few of them start running towards you with like small daggers in their hand. Roll initiative. We mean you no harm. They chitter in that language you do not understand. Well, it's gonna go badly for them then. <laughs> Fourteen. Natural twenty. Nice. command. On here, it's not R. I always think it is. No, it's hashtag. Oh, that's right. Hashtag your mom. Wow. Doing your mom. Got him. Doing your mom. Doing your mom. 
I almost randomly looked that song up this week. Watch a five. <laughs> really? <laughs> Two plus three, five. Yikes. Okay, so we have... Again? Chris is a... Rough. F- That's rough, buddy. Um, <laughs> Chris is a five. 20 plus what for Asteria? Three. So 23 for Asteria. And what was Alexander? 14. So how do you imagine we were standing? Alexander in front. Alexander I mean, in Asteria. Asteria, Asteria in front. Yeah, I was... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm picturing, like, yeah, it's just a, a, a line of two people in front, two people behind. Gunner and Chris standing next to each other, and Alexander and Asteria standing next to each other. And then, like, six of these things start running towards you. How tall are they? They're about the same height as Alexander. Oh, wow, okay. What do they look like? I was literally about to... They look almost like their their armor is like an exoskeleton. Their eyes glow green, and they have like a white chip like arm and stuff. Does Does Asteria know what these are? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Asteria would have seen these before. They're Alexander know what they are. I don't know if I don't know. Like, I don't. Why doesn't Alexander roll a history check? Okay, we can do that. To because, like, he's been an Erewhon, but doesn't mean that he's run into these specific creatures. 18. Yeah, Alexander knows what they are. Um, these are known as the Hive, and these are their acolytes. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> I don't get it. Uh, Destiny. Destiny, bro. Oh, God. Destiny. Things probably have fucking guns or some shit. I, I I've <laughs> changed it to be like darts and stuff. That's why a dart would fly. So it's not a gun per se. Um, uh, ranged is the soul of what I meant. Yes, yeah, they they have range, annoying. but they also have melee. So six of them are running up to attack you melee. Their their hands like in claws. They're all acolytes. Uh, the ones that you can see are all acolytes. Yes. Uh, no. There's a knight somewhere out there. <laughs> uh, okay. Chris doesn't know any of this. Calibrate. I'm going last, so I'm just trying, I'm just trying to survive around here. I'm going to share a picture of the of a ha- hive acolyte for you, Jackie, into the channel chat. Thank you. They're from the game, the Destiny and Destiny Two, basically is what it's from. Started describing them, um, which is all sight. Sci-fi, oh. but uh, <laughs> those are bigger than I thought they were gonna be. I thought you were just gonna describe uh, the Falmir when you did, when you like started describing them. I I I thought uh, I thought about describing them too, <laughs> but I'm trying to stay away from Skyrim, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking through my my monster sheet of all the different monsters I have set up, like the ones I've brought from Pinterest, like homebrews and stuff, and. Someone did all the the destiny things, so at some point you might run into fallen, and I do have uh the uh cabal as well um anyways, so initiative Asteria goes first uh how close is the first acolyte uh fifteen feet away I'm sorry, there's so many like things to keep in mind with a monk and I'm just trying to make sure that I am using Yeah, well, you've got everything that I can to my 
too. Luckily, you're playing with you're you're playing with three people who have had to deal with a lot of monk shit. True. So anything you need help, uh, you're <laughs> for. You don't Thank need to you. apologize. There's a lot going on. With God, the there's so much going on. With yeah, because I feel like when I was we were doing that battle with Lane, I was like, man, I missed this. I could use this one thing. I don't know about okay. can say specific stuff. Um, three. What level are you? Asteria is six. six I think. Yep, six. Yeah, six. Okay. I already know I'm gonna move to attack the one that's closest. Okay. Ba, 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 ba. So I think. Yeah, I'm just okay. So I'm going to attack with uh her rapier. Okay. Just roll your attack. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty-five. That definitely hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And I'm trying to remember. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're giving me time to uh, add nothing. to my initiative <laughs> sheet, basically. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd get any extra damage with that. So I'm just gonna roll damage. Yeah, it's just your 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 dexterity modifier. I think your dexterity modifier. That's about it. Uh, I actually get plus two because of her prayer as well. Oh, so yeah, that's that's a nice bit of added damage. Dex is probably what a plus four. I'm sorry. Dexterity. Dex is what a plus four. Plus four dex. What, what's your dexterity at? I'm sorry, I phrased that confusingly, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, I was like, what? Uh, three. Oh, okay. Uh, so you get to add plus five to your damage. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And what, That's plus lame. Eight, plus eight <laughs> I got uh, six, but yeah, so my extra... Uh-oh. That's okay, just keep going. We'll pretend he's still here. Um. Uh, I'm going to do an arm strike with my extra attack. should be able to use another weapon attack for your extra attack. Yes, but I want to do an unarmed strike to use Agile Parry. Ooh, okay. You get a bonus action unarmed strike that you can use for free your turn as well as a monk. Yeah, so you're level six, so you have your first attack, second attack, then you have a bonus action attack for free, and then you can spend key points to do added attacks. You can spend key points to flurry and do two unarmed attacks. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, hold on. My brain is hurting at the moment. When you're talking about one of the benefits from martial arts, right? Martial arts, yes. Uh, when you use the okay. attack action with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon on your turn, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action. Uh, for example, if you take the attack action and attack <gasps> with a quarter staff, okay. you can also make an unarmed All strike right. as a bonus action. Gotcha. Okay. See, I knew that that was somewhere, but I couldn't find it when I was looking. So, okay. So then, yeah, then I will do that, and then I'll do an arm strike. Or, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If you're. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Uh, gosh. I'm sorry, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, Monks are so. I got a natural one. Oh. (laughs) Uh oh. So that one, that one don't hit. Oh, that's a, that's a real shame. Okay, so this is something else you can do. I should have said something on your uh, first attack. Uh, at level <laughs> six in your subclass, you can also add your martial arts die to any weapon attack that hits uh, for your damage. So you actually could have rolled a d6 in addition to the damage you did with your first attack. Oh, uh, that's, o- that's okay. Because I can still... Yeah, you still have your uh, unarmed strike bonus attack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what I was gonna do next. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe that'll work. I don't know. Is Brett back? I haven't been so Okay. So you hit with one attack. You missed with the next attack. I did miss with that. Yeah. So now I'm gonna try the unarmed, sh- unarmed strike. So twenty three. That hits. Okay. So you did six damage in the first attack, and now... And seven damage on this one. and six. But, quick question, Carson. Um, When it comes to the martial arts die, I only have one of those, correct? So the way it works is that the martial arts die function as um, basically a damage increase for the monks specializing and using unarmed it's actually just a permanent improvement to the amount of damage the dice that you use to do your damage with your unarmed attacks so anytime that you use martial arts unarmed strikes or anything you will use your martial arts die and actually at level six you do a d6 of damage with your unarmed strikes okay so i don't have a limit i'm sorry i'm you absolutely do not do not have a limit. Your key points are your expendable resources among your martial arts die is basically just a, okay. pa- a passive modifier to your unarmed strike damage. Okay. You, you okay, will gotcha. use them for some other features, but that's that's basically just telling you your unarmed damage. Okay. So I would you so you you said that I would also use that there's a table for any unarmed strike. Yes, for any unarmed strike. Yes, uh, eventually, uh, starting at level seventeen, you do a D10 of damage with your unarmed. Oh, sorry, I wanted to make sure I wrote that down. Oh, monks, I understand why. It's so much easier to do all of this like over text based because then I can like do it all together yeah. and not have to hold people up well i'm doing that. with multi-attacks and stuff i'm perfectly fine saying hey i'm going to use all my attacks and then just roll and we just roll it all together rather than being like i do this then i do this then i do like if you want to say mm-hmm. everything you do and just roll for it i'd rather yes. that than like like wait and go like the the ac on these guys is 12 so we don't even have to worry about like you know like if you get above oh, a 12 we'll just keep moving mm-hmm and then you- monks, monks are the most like technical class in combat too. There's just a lot of it's so much stuff. Uh, there, there's a lot you have to account for, and they do a lot of stuff on their turns, and there's a lot to think about. So it naturally <laughs> takes a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Because Carson and I both played a monk in the same campaign, and it was constantly like just a back and forth of like, okay, this is what we're doing, right? Or it took me a while to get mm-hmm. the the. The fact that I got a free bonus action attack like every time too, I I couldn't remember that half the time. All right, is that all you're doing, Asteria? Yes. So you go up and you attack one of these hive acolytes, one of these little bug people, and hit him with your sword and in your fist. Uh, he doesn't go down, sadly. <laughs> now it is Alexander's turn. Okay. Um. Uh, it looks like this thing, Steria messed it up pretty bad. Gosh, you've got a warble. Yeah. So. Oh, he's about to show us how it's fucking done. Um. Yeah, there there are six heading towards you guys, like running towards you. And Asteria just went up and attacked one of them and messed it up pretty badly. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go up and attack it. The same one. Okay, so you move up with Asteria and attack them with your vorpal sword so it's a 26 to hit god damn 
I was going to say, you have a plus 11 to hit, yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, the You cut through this thing. Um. I had it. I know you did. And then he's going to... Then he's going to move yeah, to it. the next one. Next closest one. And attack it. A white... What is it? What is it? How do they die again? It's like a... Uh, if you like collapse into a beep, don't they? No. Well, if you get a headshot, if you remember. if you get a headshot, there they like you see like a white puff of like essence fly out. Uh, <laughs> see the consciousness evaporate. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it goes down. You All cut right, it. So half, he basically. moves and attacks uh, the uh, the next it, closest one. Sixteen to hit. It's eighteen damage again. Okay. It looks pretty bad off now. Oh, you can't miss yeah. these things. You don't even I need know, to roll right? um, yeah, to Well, I need to roll to hit, because if I get a crit, I'll cut their heads off. Um, <laughs> he makes a good point. <laughs> Not there is, no, um, there is yeah. no counter to that argument. Yep. Alright, I'll leave um, my turn. <laughs> okay. So one goes down, and Alexander cuts into the other one. And then, a little bit into the distance, you see a weird like thin small creature come around a corner and its head seems to be glowing blue and it starts to run toward the group and alexander's alexander's in front of everyone uh, right as <laughs> he moved up to Asteria and moved in killed that one and moved on yeah and on in front of her to attack more yeah you're i mean you're within like yeah, you're probably within five feet of Asteria still, but yes, you moved up ahead of Gunner and you guys are like twenty feet away from Gunner and Chris at this point. Stay behind Asteria. He's gonna yell over shoulder to Gunner and Chris. It runs up to the two of you and all of a sudden an explosion happens and you guys need to make a Oh, you can make a dexterity or a constitution saving throw. DC thirteen. Just one more level, Jackie, and this would be a cakewalk for you. True. Mm-hmm. Before I pick which one I want to do. Okay. That's an 11. Ouch. Is that... At level 7, you pick up a vase. Did you say the DC was 13? Um, if you fail, you only take half damage. So, I yes. rolled a 13, so Alexander's going to take no damage from this because he has Shield Master. Yeah. If you're subjected to it... Cool. To yeah, an effect. It doesn't matter. I rolled three ones. Uh, Asteria takes Asteria takes twelve damage. Alexander takes none. What is it? Is it like a fireball? Sixes. I got three, basically like a fireball. Sixty sixes. I rolled three ones and three threes. So Alexander just holds a shield up in front of him and blocks all of her. Yep, and then Asteria is like singed next to you. Uh, <laughs> Next time, Zane's gonna have to take care of her wounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now it is oh, high back light. Uh, it they move forward and attack three of them, or no, two of them that are next to Alexander attack Alexander. Okay, and they roll fucking eleven. So I'm sure that doesn't hit. No. What's Alexander's AC? It is a 20. But doofa, big boy. Armor and a shield. Oh, man. It's up there in a hurry. Oh, I didn't roll Gunners. How did I not roll Gunners' initiative? Gotta add him. 
Okay. Yeah, that works. He still is. So these attack Alexander, nothing happens, and then Gunner goes. Hmm, what does Gunner do? He just isn't... I didn't give him attack spells. <laughs> <laughs> so fitting, though. You don't have any. What did you give him? <laughs> I mean, he's got, like, one of each level, but he's got, like, mending and minor illusion, light, speak with animals, cure wounds, comprehend language, no. um, lesser restoration things that an anthropologist would have. Yeah, Gust of Wind. He's got Maximilian's Earth and Grasp, but that's a level 2 spell and he doesn't have a ton of slots, so... But he's got, um... Uh, where is it? He casts Ray of Frost at one of these coming toward him. And rolls a... Oh, what is his... Yeah, he misses. He rolls an 11. So yeah, nothing happens. He shoots a a, a blue-white frigid beam at one of these and it misses and sh- hits him to the pillar, causing icicles to form. And then it is... Chris's turn. How many of these could I get in a 20-foot radius? Uh, at least three of them. You could get the three that are coming towards you guys right now. Uh, Okay, I'm going to hit them with fairy fire, I think. Oh, okay. Um... Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, violet, or violet light. Your choice, any creature within the spell is cast is also outlined uh, in light if it falls or fails a dexterity saving throw for the duration. Objects in an affected creature share a dim light to 10-foot radius. The attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. And the unaffected uh, creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. So uh, I would like to arrange this in such a way that it hits only... Um, the enemy. Okay. Um, that is a dexterity saving throw with a DC 14. No. 17. Oh, really? It is 9 plus proficiency 8 plus proficiency 16, I'm sorry. 8 plus proficiency plus charisma. They get a 10 and fail it. So basically, when you guys beat them up next round, you have advantage on all your attacks. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. That'd have been nice this and turn. As a, uh, <laughs> and, and as a bonus action, uh, I'd like to give a, a stereo bardic inspiration. Okay. How do you do that? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Jam on I've your tambourine. You with <laughs> <Jake>. How indeed. <laughs> How indeed. Yes, I suppose. Um, <laughs> um, she throws one of her colored stones at her and hits her in the back and says, "You got this." <laughs> hits her with a rock. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> the stary is just gonna like attack stare roll. at her for a minute. Uh, with dexterity or strength? Dexterity, dexterity. will go with dexterity. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> What's Asteria's AC? Um, fifteen. <laughs> okay, you hit her. Um, <laughs> do I have to take take three like take three points of bludgeoning damage, Asteria? I, I, I was gonna roll it. <laughs> 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 I 
But now you have bardic inspiration. <laughs> but at what cost? Is that a um a, a D four or D six? It's like a D eight right now, isn't it? Or D ten? What? At level six, it is. You level D8 up by Chris, then. So. A D eight. Yeah, it's a D eight. Okay. Okay. That's nice. No, I can't. Can't wait for mains to be D eights. Okay. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to hit up to four times next turn if you want to flurry. Yeah, you got Bardic Inspiration. And if you go against... I mean, if you go against the ones over here, yeah. I'm imagining Asteria and Alexander went for the ones coming in from the right, and Gunner and Chris are dealing with the ones on the left. Okay, so I need to get to the ones on the left then, is what you're saying? If you want advantage, yeah. And if you don't want Alexander stealing all your kills... Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the hive so, soldiers so they're attacking the us. Move in to attack Gunner. Sorry, they're attacking us from either side. Is that what's happening right now? They're like pincer attacking us. Yes. There's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three came in from the right, and three came in from the left. That's how I'm picturing it. Where's the one that and cast Gunner and that cast the fireball at us? Is it on my side? It exploded on your side, yes. It was a cursed thrall. It was a cursed oh, thrall. Okay. And it was a I thought he, yeah, I it thought ran he in and exploded. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it was nope. a suicide oh. bomber. Good God. <laughs> That's why my reaction when he was describing it. Ah! Yep. I knew it was about to happen. <laughs> Three of them run up to Gunner, and he somehow manages to avoid two of their attacks, but one of them hits them with their claws and does like three points of damage. That's it. Um, Not a lot of damage. And then we're back up to the top of the order with Asteria. Okay. Uh, How far are the... They're about 30. The ones on the left... How far is Gunner? Gunner is about 20 feet away from you. Okay. Uh, I'm moving the 20 feet to... Attack the ones that are with Gunner. I like the image of you You move to the right to attack those, and you hit one, and then Alexander moves up, kills that one, and attacks another, and you're just like, fuck you, and goes the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have advantage on these yes, ones. Yes, you have advantage. They're, they're outlined in like a soft violet light, like they're highlighted, like you've got them. Well, it's a 27. Jeez. Roll your second attack, too, before you do damage, so that way we can just get it out of the way. Another 27. That's a 27. <laughs> Are you going to use your bonus action to it? Well, I guess we can see if he dies first. Yeah, let's let's roll the damage for this attack on the first one you're going at now. I'd rather just take care of the attack action, basically, and then any bonus action we can do. Yeah. Uh, that's 7 for the first attack. And seven for the second attack. <laughs> still up? Yeah, it's still up. Oh, yeah. Ooh, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Add, add your oh my. add your martial dice. Add your martial dice to one of those. Add another, roll another d6. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> That's six. So 20. Okay. 20 damage. Yeah, one of them goes down in front of you. Okay. 
Um, and then I will use my, that would be my bonus or my bonus action attack. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that on arm strike, but I'm also going to use a key point to do flurry. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot my, you roll all three with advantage. I'm eating a lot tonight. You need to stop. (laughs) You you make two attacks with a flurry. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to... uh... Yeah, she's doing the bonus action attack that you get naturally with the martial arts, and then you get... And then she's spending a key point to do the flurry. Flurry is a bonus action. You can't do the unarmed strike and a flurry. Oh, you can't do the flurry. Yeah, so you can only do two then with the flurry, but you're spending a key point, so that's fine. The function of the unarmed strike bonus attack is to give you that option with being able to invest the key point to do it twice. Yeah. Yep. Wait, I'm sorry? You said you were going to spend a key point in Flurry as your bonus action and do the two unarmed strikes. Orion was under the impression that you could do the bonus action unarmed strike that you get for free and do the two Flurry attacks on top of it. But both it's a bonus it's action. Still a bonus action. So that takes yeah. your bonus action from your action economy. You can use an action, a bonus action, and a reaction every turn. So if you Flurry, that's your bonus action. You can use the two. Or you can do the unarmed strike for free and get one attack. Oh, uh... I support the key point spending to flurry. I think that's cool. Okay. So I'm I'm rolling for two then, right? Yeah, four attack rolls for since they're both at advantage. Okay. Well I don't think I well, I guess I should probably still do. Just in case. My crit. <laughs> yeah. No, that didn't work, but that's okay. Alright. I'll I'll do two for this. Uh so a twenty and a twenty four. Okay. Sorry, I have to keep flipping back and forth because I have a lot of tabs open. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, okay, yeah, so you, you hit with both of those, so roll your damage on both. D4. D6. D6, yeah. What'd you say? It's a D6. D6. Is it? it leveled up. Yeah, for... At level, yep. um, I believe it's five. Yeah, it's the same oh, as your Oh, I must have written that game. wrong. I've been fighting with uh, a d4. <laughs> uh, so it's 11 damage. Because I didn't put... Yeah. So you do... You take out one, and then you punch real quick a second one. <laughs> and then it is... <sighs> and then... You hear the stomping of heavy footsteps coming towards you, and around one of these pillars, a large creature with a massive sword in his hands. He's probably about eight feet tall, comes coming, comes around one of these pillars, and mm, I'm not going to use his ranged attack. Nah, yeah, I'm going to use his ranged oh. attack. He comes at, and he shoots a weird glowing weapon at Alexander twice in a row. Is he on my side? Yeah, he's on your side. Let's see. Plus, he gets a 22 and a 14. 22 will hit. Okay. Then he does seven points of piercing damage and nine points of fire damage to you. So you get hit by this, like, fiery burst from some sort of weapon he's holding, and it hits you, splashes over your shield and causes damage to you. Four. And then it's Alexander's turn. Nine. Seven and nine, yeah. 
stuff more than what I ticked off. Okay. Um. So I've also still got this standing in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Alligator's gonna cast track on um, this cast what? true true strike. Um. On the guy that oh, okay. this eight foot tall guy that just shot me, and then mm-hmm. he will use what's it called war magic. So since he just cast cantrip, he will uh, use his bonus action mm-hmm. to make a melee attack against the guy standing right in front of him. That's seventeen. Yeah, that hits the guy in front of you. Sixteen damage. Oof. Nice. He goes down. And then I'm going to move up into this big guy's face. And on my next turn, I will have advantage. There's still one on other attacks against him. There's still one other acolyte in your area. You've only taken two out of the three on your side. Mm. May as well move up to my cast true, star, true strike already. So, okay. so I'll use it next turn. Uh, I want action surge. I'll just do my turn. So you go to move past this little guy, and he does attack you as you move past. And gets a 19. That won't do. It's not hit. But... Okay. Uh, and then we're... Let's see. I think it's their turns. Yep. Okay. Guy who just att- got an attack of opportunity on you. Follows you toward the night and attacks you again from behind. <laughs> gets a 21 this that time. That one hits. Brett. Yeah, it hits. Yeah, it hits. Can you not hear me? Okay. You're delayed. Like, I'm hearing you, like, I heard your That's Hits after Carson. Oh, great. Yeah. just going to be doing that thing again. Same here. You're, you've well, been now like, you're good. You've been, like, five seconds behind half the time from what I've been hearing most of the session, it seems right. like. I've been hearing... Why would that happen? I've been hearing him in, on time. That's weird. It's, like, sporadic for me. Yeah, it's Sometimes not every time, <laughs> but like, it, like I just think it. Oh, it's gonna. It's a long pause, and then like someone else says something, mm-hmm. and then you say something, and it's like the audio has flipped. Like for some reason, Brett is coming in after other people have responded to him. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Anyways, okay. So the twenty-one hits. Does seven damage to Alexander. Doki. Like that was really delayed. Um, Gunner's turn. Gunner pulls out two daggers and moves in to strike one of the hives that are not next to the the hive that is not getting attacked by Asteria right now. And he gets advantage on that. Hits with one knife. Swings the second one. Hits with the second knife. Because he's got the dual weapon fighting from a ranger, he gets to add his modifier to damage. So he does, does 14 damage to it. Wow. Not bad. Two attacks. I mean, it's just daggers. I don't do a ton of damage. Yeah, four. Yeah. But since he's got the dual weapon fighting for the ranger, he can add his modifier to the second offhand attack as well. So that makes it nice. Otherwise, it would be a lot less damage. Uh, Chris's turn. So there's still two on this side with us, right? Yes, Asteria has damaged one of them, and Gunner has damaged the other. But otherwise, there are st- they're still standing, though. And then there are two on the other side with Alexander. One of them is a knight. So Chris is going to attack the one that Gunner attacked with advantage. What is she attacking it with? Um, her chakram from range. They have a minimum range of 
or they have a 2060 range 20 okay 20 feet to 60 feet it's standard and then it's dis- okay. disadvantaged a six or a 19 for the first and for the second seven damage so 21 total of that one okay 21 total for that one just gunner for- it goes yep it goes down um i think Chris, uh, despite herself, does a little hooping, hooping and hollering whenever she takes it out. This is the first fight <laughs> she's ever been been in. Well, it's the first fight I've ever been in, in with her. But everybody's oh. talked about how dangerous this place is. She took one of these things down. Uh, but then uh, she's also going to use her bonus action to use Mantle of Inspiration. Uh, everybody's within 60 feet of me, right? Yes. Okay, so all of you... Um, all of you gain eight temporary hit points, and you can each yeah. move your reaction. Or I'm sorry, your movement speed right now as a reaction without provoking opportunity attacks from anybody around you. Oh, that's nice. Okay, cool. All right, we're back up to Asteria then. Like, like they can do that right now, though. Like, if they want to move when they gain the HP oh, on my turn, no, you can take your reaction and move if you want to. Alexander's going to stay put. Yeah, I was gonna I'm, say, yeah, I'm good. Take yeah. that HP. Uh, and then, sorry, not us. It's not Asteria. It's the, the Zach lights next to Asteria and Gunner get, like, get to go first. <laughs> then it will be Asteria. One attacks Gunner, hits him. The other one misses Asteria. <sighs> Pathetic damage. Does three damage to Gunner. <sighs> so even with those temporary hit points, he's two above max. Um, Now it's Asteria's turn. Okay, um, I am going to use my action. Oh, wait, that one was dead. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> what one was dead? Chris took the one that was attacking Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my, uh... Oh, you know what? No, we're good. Uh, I'm attacking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna heal, but I am good. Yeah. That's a 22. That hits. Uh, I'm just gonna roll for my second hit, too. Or do you think I should wait? Just making sure that I was allowed to attack while concentrating, and yes, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. As long as you don't do another concentration spell or take damage, I think basically is the main one. Yeah, then I gotta make a comment. That first hit with the rapier was uh, seven damage. Okay, it's still standing. Okay. Remember, you can add that d6 of damage to your weapon attacks once a turn. <gasps> Thank you. You don't have advantage anymore. Very fire end. Five more damage. All of you, all of you have advantage for the next minute, unless my concentration is. Interrupted on those ones I highlighted. Okay. Okay. It goes down. That's the last one on that side. Okay. So uh, I dropped concentration since there's nobody highlighted anymore. Is yep. there? And then there's the one. There's one attacking Alexander's acolyte and a knight over there. Yeah, there's two by Alexander. One is a little guy attacking Alexander's back, and one is a big guy. Bigger okay, than Alexander. How far, how far is the the little guy? Um, thirty five feet. Okay, uh, I'm moving. And monks are so cool. 
I'm moving over there, and I think I still have... Recover your key points on a short rest, too, so they're actually a very replenishable resource. You don't need to worry about overspending. As long as we can get an hour of rest uninterrupted, you can yep. get your key points back. Oh, okay. Yeah, Amazing. Nice. Uh, I can't remember what I just used, though. Did I just use... I only attacked once. You attacked twice your oh, main weapon attacks. You haven't done a bonus action or anything yet. No, I only attacked once. At advantage. You did... Oh. You sure? I only at... Yeah, I only attacked once. Oh. You still have your extra attack and your bonus. Oh, you you rolled for the bonus damage. You rolled for yeah. the bonus damage. <laughs> yeah, okay. sorry, sorry. That's where I got confused. Because <laughs> I was thinking, well, you did damage twice, so how did you only roll once? Okay, yeah, yeah so you do... Yeah, the you bonus. D- yeah, you do have one more attack then. I... I think I would have two, wouldn't I? Have your regular attack well, you've already well, used, you can extra attack once a turn, and you still can use your bonus action to unarm strike or flurry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I, I was going to do. Technically, like, when you take the attack action, you like you wouldn't be able to move in between attacks, but I, I think that's stupid. Um, so yeah, you can do Pretty that. Pretty sure you can. But most of the time it describes when you take an attack action, you can attack a second time. That's what the set extra attack is. So technically, you can't split up your attack action. It has to be That's attack really attack. Weird. I've always interpreted right, well, it my the right other here, way, though. Uh, attack is a twenty. Okay. I mean, it uh, says you can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Oh yeah. So that it doesn't specify the same target. So I don't see why you couldn't split them up on different targets. Well, it's not different target, but if you're going to take the attack action and then you do your move action, you're technically done with your attack action, yeah. is what I'm saying. But I, I don't... Oh, okay. I'd rather just allow it. I'd rather allow you to take your movement action and then finish the attack. I agree with that. It's, yeah. it's, be- it's better. If there, if there had been multiple... Um, if there had been multiple to around you, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you um, run over to the little guy behind Alexander and... A, and a, yeah, go- attack with a rapier. I do eight damage. Okay. And then I'm going to do uh, Flurry of Blows. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I should have nope. did that twice. Rules is written. It is find the move between your extra attacks. Really? Ooh. Okay, so both of those hit. I'm assuming. Yeah, they're so 19 and a 17. Or 12. 12, I think. He's 12, yo. Yeah. yeah, their AC is 12, so. That's 16 damage total. Okay. That one goes down. So there are no more on the field of the Acolytes, but the knight is still in front of Ag- Alexander. Rolled two fives and got plus six. Uh, It's plus, it's plus three, three twice. But... Yeah, gosh, that's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I've been doing kind of crappy. You guys have been doing so you're, much damage. You're crazy. You've got the most KOs out there right now. You're killing mm-hmm. us. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, Chris has only been done like a max of seven damage total, and Gunner did like 14 total. <laughs> Alexander has killed like two of them Alexander. and then gone after this night. Alexander's, but... Alexander's a whole nother level, Alexander's though. Alexander's killing it, too. No doubt about that. Yeah. Alexander ain't got any yeah. help I'm... from from me. I've been, I've been, well, yeah. I guess the temporary hit points didn't hurt. Okay, so the knight 
drops his little range weapon, or sheets his range weapon, and pulls out a massive sword. Ah, this is more like it. And he gets to attack twice, so he is going to roll a 24 and a nat 20. Oh, I'm in a... Alright, well, I'm going to cast shield as my reaction to my AC to 25 until the beginning of my next turn. Okay. So the the natural 20 still hits. Yes, um, we'll see. And, oh man, that's so much damage. Um, He's going to regret it. Does 30 damage. Oh Ooh. my god. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, it's melee is a 2d t- is 2d10 naturally. So, um, Owie. it's a massive sword. And now it is Alexander's turn. All right, so I'm gonna attack him back. That's a uh, I didn't do my modifier, but that's a 26 to hit. That, yep, that hits. Uh, hashtag <laughs> 18 damage. I'm going to attack again. I've lost my advantage. That's a 24 to hit. Okay, that hits also. Um, That's 12 damage. Then I'm going... Is he still up? I assume. Yeah. I'm going to oh action surge. <laughs> um, Get it. Okay. So I'm going to attack him again. The 20, not natural. Uh, that will not hit. As you go to attack the third okay. time, it throws up this big black shield in front of you. Hit him. Well, I'm going to attack him again. Oh my god. That's a 16, so that's going to miss. Damn it. Yep. I did nothing with that action search. Um... <laughs> Alright, I'm going to end my turn. I was like... Okay. I was like, oh, didn't you get Bardic Inspiration? But she didn't throw a rock at you. That's right. <laughs> no, she hit Osteria. She went to hit me with it. Chris has done. Chris <laughs> has done almost as much damage as the acolytes have done to Osteria. Um, <laughs> oh man, she's weirdly proud Gunner about that. Too. Turns. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely proud about that. Uh, <laughs> Gunner turns and sees this. Happening. Uh, I hate having to decide what my things do. You guys, my NPCs shouldn't have to do anything. Um. <laughs> oh man, I know what I should have done. Why is this? And also, my internet's messing up a little bit. And that didn't want to load. Okay. Uh, Gunner moves about twenty feet, and then he raises up his hand and. From below this night, a small hand comes up and grabs at the creature, and it has to make a strength saving throw. Let's see what its strength is. Probably decent. Yeah. Think Plus so, two man. or three. Maybe four. Plus four. Oh. Well, good thing Gunner has a freaking high DC. He fails that takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage. This is a fun spell, and it is now restrained. Takes 9 damage. Okay, so it's now restrained. It is Chris's turn. Um... 
Uh, I'd like to move close enough to use my chakram if I'm already close enough at 55 feet. I'll just attack from where I'm standing as long as I can avoid hitting my allies. Yeah, you're close enough. Um, uh, is that what I want to do? I'll use. I'll actually use cure wounds on um, Alexander. That's touching it. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is. I'd have to use healing word. No. Okay. I'll just attack. I'm sorry. Uh, can I just use Mr. Dice in the app? Yeah, that's fine if you want to. Ooh, it's just an eleven. That ain't gonna do it. That does not hit. Um. Wait. Doesn't she have advantage because he's restrained? Yes, she does have advantage. Oh, okay. 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 A 10, Ooh. somehow worse. <laughs> nope, does not hit. Uh, we're back to Asteria. Um, Alright, I'm attacking with my rapier. You go. You got advantage. Oh, thank you. No problem. I like giving my players advantage randomly just for no reason. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's a 24. That hits. Amazing. Um, why didn't that? There we go. All right, hold on, because I'm doing the one d six. Okay. I'm actually gonna do two. I'm gonna spend a key point. Ooh. For death strike on top of. Okay. So that's nineteen damage total. Nineteen damage. Nice. Okay. That's your first attack. Mm-hmm. And I will just, I kind of just want to do, I don't know if I'll make those though. Uh, I'll do another up strike for my extra. Okay. You have, still have Bardic Inspiration too, I think, unless you, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I don't want to do those because I don't think I'll make it, but you have advantage too, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's restrained, so everybody has advantage on attacks against him. Oh, nat 20. Oh. Roll that bean footage. Ace. I've wanted to nat 20, I'm so bad. (laughs) 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 You're gonna nat 20 him when he has like 2 HP left. Oh, for sure. Bro. For sure. Four. Yeah, roll another d6. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, it's one plus. Okay. I thought that three was the second roll. Eight. Well, right. well, we won't add the modifier to the second one, but... Oh, I thought... Oh, oh because okay, it's the double. Sorry. It, so it's nine. Yeah, it's a double damage. You roll two d6 for a crit, so it's nine more damage to him. Sorry yeah. about that. That's okay. Okay, he's still standing. What do you do? Good I, God. Yeah, he has a lot of health. Sorry, I'm. I confused myself again. I think I'm able to do another attack. You've done your one attack, and then your bonus attack. Your like your second attack. You have not done a flurry of blows or your bonus action attack yet. Okay, I'll just do flurry of blows then. Spend that key point. Did you roll d sixes for your critical with a weapon attack? Should those have been d eights? Uh, they did unarmed for the second attack. Oh, okay. Probably not the best idea, but I wanted to punch him. No, I get it. <laughs> punching punching, it. punching <laughs> things is fun. Um, <laughs> fun fact, 
because you made an arm strike on arm strike as part of an attack action while you were holding a Kensei weapon, you actually have plus two to your AC until the beginning of your next turn. Oh, yeah, yes, I nice. do. And then also, as a reaction, I can also add plus two to my AC. Do those stack? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they thing? should. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I, I'm not sure what that other plus two is from, but I trust you. <laughs> uh, uh, defensive duelist. Oh, yep, sure enough. Oh, nice, yeah. Uh, all right, so that first one... Blade has that. Um, <laughs> is a 14. <laughs> that does not the hit. Second, the second one is a 20, but I have Bardic, Bardic Inspiration still, so... Roll a d8. Bang. 28. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he gets hit. Yeah, so the first one didn't hit, but the second one did. So definitely you smash into him with your fists some more. Amazing. It's like punching stone. Asteria is probably a fan. <laughs> yes, very much so. Five five damage for that one, and then I think she's done. Okay. Uh he his turn. Uh what does he do? He can try to break free. But he's not going to. So he's going to attack Alexander twice. And he has disadvantage because he's restrained. Misses. Misses. So he misses with both attacks of the cleaver. Perfect. And now it is Alexander's turn. So I have advantage since he is restrained still. Restrained. Yes. Since he's restrained. Yep. So 24. And that hits. I'll attack him again after that. It's a 23. That hits. So they both hit it, so I'll just roll this. It's 29 damage total for both attacks. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to use my bonus action to use second wind. And heal. Yeah. Uh, heal. It's 1d10 plus my fighter level. Yeah. So. Yep. Then... Eight, 14 points. Alright, that's his turn. Okay. Gunner uses his action to cause the fist to grip and crush the the knight. So the hand grabs him and tries to do more damage to him and does six more damage to him. Nice. And that's Gunner's turn. Chris's turn. Uh, Bardic Inspiration to Alexander. Um, Does she throw a rock at him? Um, yes. Throw <laughs> <For> one attack. <laughs> She's never gonna Yeah, she probably won't hit me. <laughs> okay. I'm really trying to decide. Like, I was just gonna say, if you if you don't hit the AC, you hit them, but it doesn't do damage. That's, that's what I was hoping, was that it just Hangs but off armor. I'm also really tempted. Seven is bad, though. I mean, but I also really, I, I think, I think you just hit his armor and he gets the bardic inspiration. But I think if you if you if you continue to use this method, if you roll like below a five, or like You'll a just fail the convey it entirely. It might hit somebody there. Oh, yeah. like, like the knight. It will hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so okay. I think that's what, yeah, that's what we'll use for that in the future. <laughs> You'll have a chance to give bardic inspiration to the wrong person. It's carried in your rocks. <laughs> I think that's, that's a fun hilarious. little thing. 
Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so you have bardic inspiration, Alexander. Okay, and it's rock hangs off the back of his armor, and he looks over his shoulder at Chris to see where it came from, and what's Chris doing? Um, preparing preparing to cast. Uh, well, he's already in Max Billions are uh, Earth and Gray. He's got an opportunity to break out of it on his turn, doesn't he? Yeah, but he didn't. It takes an action for him to t- break out of it. So he attacked instead. Yeah, I guess I'll just try to attack. Okay. I don't know. It's probably it's probably better for me to try to use vicious mockery, and it's a DC sixteen wisdom save. Um, Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. That might be easier. Yeah, I'll cast I'll cast vicious mockery, and and Chris just says, "You stupid, you stupid underground freak! I'm so sick of this already." And cast vicious mockery, uh, sixteen wisdom. Save to do one d four psychic damage. He rolls a fourteen, so he fails. He actually has disadvantage on his next attack roll too. Uh, he already has that because he's restrained. <laughs> Plus my charisma. Oh man, I was thinking you were casting. Uh, I don't think it does get dissonant whispers. Dissonant whispers that he was going to move away from us. Okay, yeah, just three, That's just three psychic damage. Oh, that's what Malin was doing, right? Yeah. He can't move away. He's restrained. Um, okay. Asteria's turn. Uh, I'm punching him. <laughs> Asteria just drops her brand new sword and is like, I'm just gonna punch the <laughs> fuck out of this guy. Actually, I, so I ended up using, um, I st- I'm still using Black Rose. Okay. 18, that doesn't hit, right? That. Uh, well, he'll use his reaction, and yeah, that won't hit because his shield is a reaction. That's right, though. You didn't have that sword okay. yet, would you? The new one wasn't that actually well. So, the yeah. last session that we did for here, I had I only had black rose, so I don't want to end up using it this time. And it, like, not I don't know, I feel like I shouldn't use it. She has black. Well, she also did, he also got it when we came back from this mission. Yeah. You got it before. Gotcha. I did not mean to write eight. I meant that was supposed to be a six. Sorry. But it's a natural 20. Okay. How do you kill this guy? Yes. Oh, amazing. I... I'm going to let you kill it. Especially so that way Brett doesn't, Brett doesn't have another chance at critting. Okay. Hold on. Hold on just a minute. <laughs> yeah. These, Carson wants to cast cure wounds on the night. These things these things have like three glowing eyes in their face. How about like a quick three stab flurry just in all three of them? That's pretty good. That would be pretty good. Like see, see I was thinking of some like black widow type shit. Like yeah, swinging it's, around. It's eight feet tall. Like knees on either side of its neck, and you just fucking snap his neck. Yeah, like just like, yeah, exactly, something exactly like that. Mounting him, and just twisting as hard as possible. Ooh, nice. I like it. Oh, did you send a picture of it? Oh my god, <laughs> that is not what I was picturing. <laughs> that's that's the knight. Yeah, the the acolytes are like little kind of hunch things. Knights are like eight feet tall and are massive. Um, yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, she'll she'll definitely mount that guy and then <sighs> grab hold of 
the whatever that I don't know if it's its head or helmet. Yeah, it's, it's a helmet. It's a shitness helmet. Helmet. They're they're called yeah. hive, so I they're like a bug in my opinion. They're, so they're going to be like shitness armor and everything. It's chitin, isn't it? I prefer shitness. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is chitin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she'll grab hold of that helmet <laughs> and twist. Okay, you and he drops to his knees and then falls forward, and his sword clatters to the side. And you guys are out of initiative. Just a huge, deep exhale from Chris. Uh, I hate to run off of here and prop to you guys, but oh. I need to be scooting. No, that's it, fine. I was going to say, you guys, I mean, just to wrap it up, is literally, you guys finish this fight, you head down the rest of this, uh, this roadway, underground roadway, and you come out to another large cavernous opening, and in the middle there's a village. It's it's got walls of stone and you can see people moving around inside of it. And then yeah, that's what we'll start next session. Place to rip. Awesome. Good stuff. Got the conversation done and did another one of these sessions. Great. Love it. Alright, guys. Alright guys, good stuff. Had a blast as always. Uh next main camp next fun. Jeez, yeah. Okay. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!